Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dungans and Dragnos, the podcast where me and two other silly people uh, homebrew things for Dungeons and Dragons that you'd have to be clinically insane to use. Um, as always, I am joined by my, my old buddy, my old pal, Christopher. How you doing? Hello bro? there. I'm wonderful. And I'm excited to be one of your silly little people. Oh, you know you're one of my silly little people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also joined by by our one and only Patreon, Rory M. Spence. How are you doing, Rory? I'm good, mate. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Um, I've been self-isolating for 13 days now, and Mm. I'm going insane. That should make for some good content, though, yeah? Yeah, one thing that's been keeping me sane is I've been writing a D&D campaign. Mm. So it, it's always fun to exercise my lack of real knowledge in practice, you know, instead of here where there's no consequences. Yeah. It's fine, but then like I'll do a campaign with people and they'll be like, "How does this work?" and I'll be like, "I don't fucking know." <laughs> Everybody wait for 20 minutes while I google it. But yeah, this is that's what we do. Over here, we make things for Dungeons and Dragons that you could use if you wanted to. Rory, as our guest, you've got any ideas? Uh, yeah, I was thinking, like, what about, you know, like a mousetrap, right? Like a traditional sort of mousetrap with a big, like, lever thing. Yeah, it's like a board game that's very complicated. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like, like, pre that, okay. like, imagine, like, you know, like, before we had, like, complicated traps for trapping mice, like, when we just had the thing with the spring and the big thing that comes down on it. Yeah, them, yeah, right? and you like move and around the board, and then a cage falls down Christie on novel. the mice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, all of that, right? But imagine that, right? But really big. Actually, you know what? The board game style one would also be good, but like, <laughs> yeah. but sized up for like I don't know a dragon, a very big mouse. Yeah, or a giant mouse. I reckon. So if we make this, I I see what you're saying with the dragon thing, but um, what if we if we made that we also homebrewed a monster which is just a very big mouse, yes. thus requiring a very big mouse trap. Yes, we're not talking like your your standard. I think there is a giant mouse in thing, but we're talking, but I think that's like the size yeah. of a person. We mean like a gargantuan yeah, mouse you want... that could topple yeah. cities. Yeah, cool. I'm on board. And they're very expensive to deal with because the, the mouse trap isn't that expensive, but to get a block of cheese that big <laughs> is very... Yeah, it's very costly. Uh, Chris, you got any ideas? This is completely unrelated um, to Dungeons and Dragons, but something <laughs> really interesting I thought is that um, the Mouse Trap, the Agatha Christie novel, is one of the longest running plays anywhere. Uh, yeah. Start opened in um, the fifties and obviously has stopped running now because of COVID. So all these things with like their massive records for biggest continuous run, they all terminate in sort of March 2020 because no one could go and do things, which I thought was quite sad in a way. It was quite sad. And now I know what you meant by your joke earlier because I didn't know that The Mousetrap was a play by Agatha Christie. <laughs> that that run through World War II started, wait, when did you no, say it started? No, it started 50s. 50s, right, okay. Are they, are the, so who... Yes. So, is it a murder mystery? Uh, yes. Well, do people still want to go to that? Uh, I believe this was satired in an episode of Toast of London. It um, was satired in the Toast of London episode, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm. I, that's that's come flooding to my mind now. But now that I think about it, the Toast of London is right. <laughs> Who would go? 
Who are we going to see a murder mystery well, that's been running for 50 keep years? Keep adapting three people. murder on the Orient Express, don't we? Like, yeah. yeah, I know, I know. And every time people go, oh, they just shouldn't have done it. <laughs> that's true. Right. And one, one of these days, it's going to stick. Um, I suppose that, like, I mean, after, I, don't, I don't know what happens in the mousetrap. No I've never seen the mousetrap. I don't know what happens on it. So Some dickhead gets murdered right. well, by the postman. I've looked it up now. Uh, its setting is right? a guest house, Monkswell Manor, winter time in the present day uh continuously the present day yes Still the present day. that's impressive that is very impressive <laughs> these people are so old <laughs> um asking their alexas to call the police yeah thank you thank you everybody <laughs> thank you for the raucous applause for my great joke <laughs> Returning to your original question, but also not returning to your original question. Um, uh-huh. I'm not packing any grand ideas today, but I did look up Dungeons and Dragons before we started. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you think it's a look, you might think it's so easy to come up with one idea for your podcast, but you don't understand. We do this once a month, okay? (laughs) That's not enough time to come up with one idea. And we only take three-month breaks, like, once every five months. (laughs) (laughs) So I I do have an interesting fact for you. Um, Okay. I'd like to tell you that the original guy who designed stuff for Dungeons & Dragons... I thought you were about to talk about the mousetrap. Gary Gygax. (laughs) Was Gary Gygax... Yeah. How cool is that? <laughs> That's a sick name. Every every single person knew this except for you. As <laughs> <laughs> as a great name though, I will give you that. It's it's a fantastic name for sure. Email in if you didn't know who Gary Gygax was. <laughs> Dunganzandragnos at gmail.com. All right, so that's a great idea. Thank you, Chris. That's all right. Uh, I, we we, I we could go off of that and make a character called Gary Gygax. Oh, I think that would just upset a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> when our character Gary Gygax is really shit. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I had an idea. So uh, recently I was watching um, Pirates of the Caribbean 2 colon dead man's chest mm. but the two isn't actually in the title i just did that for clarity but then i didn't need to do that for clarity because i said the colon bit but i watched pirates of the caribbean colon dead man's chest the second, the second of the pirates of the caribbean right. trilogy yep. <laughs> which consists of five films currently um Fuck, i always forget and, five of them. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but uh the second one uh to reiterate dead man's chest comes with the debut of Davy Jones as played by Bill Nye yeah. and I was very captivated by that and I imagine everybody listening to this has uh, seen uh, this film or at least is aware of this character but if you're not the man's got like a s- octopus face mm-hmm. and there's tentacles going everywhere and it's played by Bill Nye just over enunciating everything and it's fucking for some great reason. it's so good oh it makes me happy <laughs> Um, it's the best thing. Yeah, he is doing a Scottish accent, right? Ah, uh, he's doing something. Yeah, I think it's an attempt at a Scottish accent. He's doing what is commonly accepted as a pirate accent, wherever For that may be. For some reason. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he he's really great, and I was really captivated, because, like, we all know Bill Nye, and I think when people don't know that Davy Jones is Bill Nye, they're always quite surprised to learn that Davy Jones is yeah. Bill Nye. 
I think it's his, by far his most transformative role, helped, of course, by the fact that he is an octopus <laughs> yeah, man that in the film. Not, not to cast aspersions really on his acting, but that will help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I wanted to. I was really captivated by it, and I had an idea for an enemy uh, based on this called um, character actor Bill Nye in a motion capture suit. And my idea (laughs) (laughs) is that basically it works exactly like a mimic. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's my idea. Um, <laughs> so, what what do we want to do? I'm uh, I'm holding on to the idea of a um, of a Pirates of the Caribbean idea being in this episode because it does really open up a lot of possibilities for the porn corner. Okay, <laughs> uh, yeah, which of course is always researched beforehand, so we know where Chris's. Um, nefarious google searches have been going this past month <laughs> <laughs> just waiting to talk about a lot of pirate porn yeah also um, the fact that you said that it makes it clear that there's places to go with the port i don't immediately know what you mean <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> i assume something to do with tentacles right is Look, that what you're I'm thinking? Just give like you a little... porn no, 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 no. I'm just gonna give you a little amuse abuse <laughs> okay the, ladies and gentlemen chris's porn corner <laughs> I should make a theme for this, shouldn't I? You should have a little... <laughs> boop, 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 like a little bass guitar thing. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, it's not like I have anything better to do. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Chris's Porn Corner. For our listeners at home, <laughs> what I've just said to our group chat is oh, a God. video Have you titled... just sent us a porn... Yes. Um, he has titled more pirates of the caribbean which is a man in a frankly too good jack sparrow outfit to be doing this <laughs> i want i want Late. the record to show i've not clicked this link <laughs> i have and i want that to be on lazily <laughs> rocking back and forth uh, with a lady this is who I so think bad. is wearing a fairy costume and i just couldn't tell you why it really does um, look like she's wearing a fairy costume. But 4,000 people have decided this is what they need. Um, 86% upvotes, so that's Is a popular good. vid, it, it has to be said. So I'll just... I like the idea that this is called More Pirates of the Caribbean, which <laughs> suggests that either this is the second video of this particular couple's sex tape, or they are suggesting that this is an applicable Pirates of the Caribbean 6 like this could work as a, the next one. This is canon. Johnny Depp a has very boring good... sex with a fairy in the next film. It's a very good Jack Sparrow outfit. It's yeah. It's, it's also it's fifty seven seconds. There's no nudity. There's just the implication that these two people are having sex. Yeah. What a yeah. I was I was expecting a very high effort porn because you know how high effort porn parodies can get. Oh, absolutely! They can get incredible. Sometimes they grow to the point where it's like trees just for the porn. <laughs> That's not a parody though. That's just art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, everybody watching, go and look up uh, "Lemon Stealing Whores" on YouTube. It's safe for work at least. Well, it's not safe for work, the but YouTube it's not porn. version is not porn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the intro to a porn video, and it is 
hysterical. Um, but yeah, I mean, so many porn parodies are high effort to the point where you're like, why did you do this? No one is masturbating to this. Who <laughs> <laughs> could be like? Have you ever seen like the SpongeBob ones, which are a nightmare dream from hell? Yeah, no, they they are horrible. Mm. So right, so the D and D homebrewing thing that we do, right? Well, th- you said that was an amuse bouche, uh huh. But was that actually just everything you had in your holster? There's more, but, but I feel okay, like if, if we, there's more, we should then we take can a do breather and discuss uh, some Dungeons and Dragons for a minute while I um, just just do a little bit more research. <laughs> we released this podcast under our own and our real full names. <laughs> Wait, um, our full names? Do we? Uh, you constantly say your last name. <laughs> I've never once... You've never told me to take it out, Let's so I go. haven't. <laughs> it's okay. Chris only what <laughs> um, so Wait, no, bleep that out for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, okay. So, what challenge enemy... Should Bill character actor Bill Nye, but he's wearing a motion capture suit. Be um, I feel like he's kind of better than a mimic. You know what I mean? Like he he can do humanoids. <laughs> like he's like a doppelganger, basically. Yeah. But I feel like a more intense version of a doppelganger. Okay, so let's look at a mimic. A mimic is challenge rating two. Yeah, yeah. And I believe a doppelganger is a challenge rating three. So what? Would we go four, or do we go high? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, is it kind of like a final? Is it like a you know you graduated from doppelgangers? Here's Bill Nye in a motion capture suit, which or is, is like a next like, evolution. Type um, thing? You've completed D and D. Here's the post game for your level twenty <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah, no, you know? I don't think it should be that high. Really, should that? That seems too high. Okay. So what if it's like you've nearly completed D and D? Here's the final battle for your level <laughs> character. No, okay. So we'll do yeah, let's do it let's do a challenge four right. one then. And then the next time we make a shape shifting creature it can be challenge five until yeah. we've just That's got a the whole... Andy Circus is like the top level Ralph. one. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so uh now boys, did you know and I know that probably Rory does know this, did you know that there's a whole there's a whole great guide in the Dungeon Master's guide on how to make your own monster. Yep, I did know that. I didn't know that. That I've <laughs> never, never once applied to this show where we make our own monsters. And I very definitely owned the Dungeon Master's guide for many years longer than I've had this podcast running. Just never thought to consider consulting <laughs> this book. But as I was saying, I was making... I've been making... <laughs> <laughs> I've been making a uh, a campaign recently, and yeah, so I googled up you know hints on how to do that because I had a monster I wanted to make, and someone was like, "Well, there's a guide in the Dungeons Master's Guide." And I thought, "Oh yeah, I should have looked there." <laughs> yeah, I have used that a few times. It's it's, it's good, but it's like hmm. sometimes you want to go off book a wee bit because it's a bit too 
rules heavy that we but like yeah well i feel like rules heavy has never been a problem no this one's... podcast has had <laughs> yeah no one's ever com- called in and gone you've stuck too close <laughs> guys you just <laughs> And I don't know if I want to. What we could, we could. Technicalities. We could uh, dramatically improve the content that we make from a D and D playing standpoint. Yeah. Now, if we follow this guide, or we could stay true to the spirit of this podcast and push out something that makes no sense, <laughs> um, ignoring the guide. What do we want to do? I feel like we could use the guide just once. <laughs> we could just once. We could sell out for today and then. You know, make something shit next month. <laughs> <laughs> Sell out. <laughs> to Gygax Incorporated. Sell out to Wizards of the Coast for... Uh, Gygax Incorporated. Gygax Incorporated, sorry. I was I was using the normal name. <laughs> okay, so... I can't actually find this guide now. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was in the appendix list. But it isn't. Okay. So why don't you guys stall? <laughs> um, do you want to juggle, Rory? Yeah. Let's do <laughs> Rory Spence, everybody. Woo! He got up Thank to you. six. That was... Uh... I'm also trying to find this game. Just by Google. Docking a dungeon? No, that's just going to be shit to put in a dungeon, isn't it? Uh, is... Oh my god, Rory's on the tightrope! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's fallen off! Oh, but onto a trampoline and now he's grabbed a unicycle and he's back on the tightrope! With a unicycle now. Unfortunately, I can't ride a unicycle. Did you notice that's, uh, how... going to be an issue on this tightrope, I think. Oh, no. Can you walk a tightrope? Yeah, no, probably. <laughs> I mean, good enough to fall yeah. off, which was one of yeah. the things we said happened. I think so. I could give it a good go. Doesn't look that hard. Well, if someone other than you gives us some Patreon money, we can probably fund it. <laughs> All right, right. creating there a monster. Go. So, <laughs> right, okie dokie. So now I've got to pull up my D&D Beyond and home create a homebrew monster and we're going to call this obviously we're going to create it from scratch we're going to call this character actor Bill Nye in a motion capture suit version 1 we will of course come back to this monster type what kind of mo- well he's a human okay so that that yep. sorts that out I do kind of get the feeling, Bill, now he could ooze when he wants to. But that might just be because he's such a good character Yeah, I imagine actor, so, yeah. Which would make him a medium size. What alignment is character actor Bill Nye in I a motion suit? true neutral, to be honest. Or neutral in some regard. Mm, I kind of feel like chaotic good, because think of all the characters he could mm. become, right? There's an, an amount of chaos there. Yeah. But they're normally good characters. I don't know. They might not well, be like... Like, Davy Jane is, isn't a good man... But his value as a character is. What are some of his other? Yeah, okay, right. But um, I'm pretty sure he's never ever done anything else which required him to be in a motion capture I mean, like, suit. Uh, I don't know, man. I've I've watched some of the behind the scenes videos and well, actually, and uh, he wasn't actually there at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> that's someone else wearing a motion capture suit, then, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good point. Right, so. so should we make like a monster that's somebody <laughs> in a motion capture suit pretending, pretending to be, to be character actor Bill Nye? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, so I can go true neutral if I'm yeah. Or can we go chaotic neutral? I like what you said about the chaotic okay. element of it. That makes sense to me. So we decided it's a challenge rating of four. So what things what actions can character actor Bill Nye in a motion capture suit do? Like what are, obviously he can turn uh, into things. Yeah. That's but that's it's an illusion, I imagine, when he does it. It's not a You think you know, so he's not yeah, okay, because it's a motion capture. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um so yeah, that would that would be one of his actions, presumably. Okay, so, so that's a, a an action. What do we call his action? Um, character acting. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, maybe call it character action because it's an very action. nice. There we go. Character Comedy action. <laughs> Our Patreon can be found in the show notes. Bill Nye turns into a character. Uh-huh. Visually, it's very interesting, and later someone will point out to you that it was Bill Nye the whole time, and you'll be like, Whoa, really? Uh-huh. Remind me who that is again? <laughs> and they'll be like, I think he was in Harry the Potter. Bad guy, <laughs> the bad guy from Detective Pikachu. That is, by the way, a spoiler for Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's good. Um, what else can he do? What kind of attacks does he have? Maybe hit someone with a boom mic or something. <laughs> yeah. Or he could um, he could clap you with a clapper. Maybe he has different um, attacks based on what he becomes. So like he could become Davy Jones, and then he'd have like a pirate sort. Mm-hmm. Or uh, so the problem he could with become that is the zombie f- that he becomes in Shaun of the Dead. Spoiler for Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then he could have like zombie powers. Okay, all right. So he can turn into Davy Jones, um, that zombie that he briefly was in Shaun of the Dead. Uh, maybe he gets a baton if he turns into the Chief Inspector character he plays in Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Uh, what else is in? Uh, he can time travel in about time. <laughs> yeah. That's something he can do. Uh... <laughs> so what, he gets time travel as an ability? <laughs> yeah, but with the rules of about time, which are very strict. Uh... Okay. Is that the one where you have to like go to a cupboard? Yeah. Okay. That's all I know about it. Yeah. There's a cupboard and... Um, there's <laughs> That's, a... That's yeah. the main thrust of the film. And be honest, that was a total guess. I just know that a lot of movies have cupboards. Yeah, no, there's a few. I do think we've um, exhausted most of the really fantastical stuff we've done. Like, I'm scrolling through a lot of movies where he just plays humans right now. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. He plays a vampire in Underworld. I forgot to even say. A regular guy with stringent time travel abilities. Um, Yeah, he's a vampire. time. Really ancient Maybe if he turns into in his, um, <laughs> he could turn into his... Whitey the Rat from Flushed Away. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's good. So that that'll give him a good bite. <laughs> Whitey the Rat from Flushed Away. Who's his Harry Potter character? Uh, I think he plays David Tennant's dad. Right. No. Yeah, so does he? No, no, that's not true at all. No, that's he um... plays Ollivander. No, does no, he play Ollivander? 
He's in the Rufus last movie. Scrimgeller. Yeah. And he certainly does right, something. Hey. He serves as the Ministry of Magic. The Minister of Magic. Uh, for the United Kingdom. Uh, hmm. That's it. That seems to be his, his deal. Mm. So he's a wizard. Okay, so <laughs> the Minister of Magic. That's not at all what you said, but it's easier than telling me someone from the Ministry of Magic. I guess the the Minister. Oh, okay, cool. From Harry Potter. Um, if he turns into his character from Detective Pikachu, he <laughs> could get a ditto companion. That could turn into things that are really powerful. <laughs> and he would remain being challenged for, but then the ditto could just turn into a dragon. Wow. Yeah. Oh, he played Hephaestus in Wrath of the Titans. That is that literally a god? Yeah, the god of the forge. Okay. <laughs> so, like, fire breath, maybe? Perhaps. I don't know. I've not seen that film. Or I don't know what he has in hammer? He has a big hammer, certainly, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. He can make, like, magic Whatever weapons, Rory I guess. just said from Clash of the Titans... <laughs> He plays a spy um, in a movie that Rupert Grint is in. Okay. I can't remember what um, it's called. All I know is that he plays like an assassin or a spy uh -huh. or something, and Rupert Grint is in it, and Rupert Grint plays like a normal guy, and he gets kind of taken along for the ride. Uh, oh, it's funny. It's very cool. It got middling reviews. I remember I looked it up. I was like, should I watch this? And then I put it on a list somewhere, but okay. I didn't watch it. Um, so... Whatever I just said okay. from whatever movie I'm talking about. Is this too many things? Everything I'm thinking of is just Gary Old. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the that's the brilliance of a motion capture suit is he could turn it into Gary Oldman. Wow. Wow. And then go. he could play all of turn into all of it Gary Oldman's characters. And then we've got a lot more things to write out abilities oh, God. for. Oh, <laughs> Gary Oldman play. This one is going to be very skint on meaty details. <laughs> I think what I might start doing uh -huh. right, is now that we've got this guide, we just do the entertaining bit on the podcast. Yeah. And then later, <laughs> I do the bit that's really boring and takes <laughs> oh, it. Where I just put a bunch of numbers Instead in. Instead of just or recording all we do of the that entertaining and then laboriously bit. editing it out. <laughs> yeah or i do the really entertaining bit on the podcast uh -huh. say i'll do the boring bit later don't and it never sees the light also a good option which is, i think yeah um. which is not ever going to be the intentional option yeah. but might end up being the accidental option a great many times if we institute this new system mm. all in favor say aye 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 all right well, the motion carries um, normally it would just be between the hosts, but as uh, the one and only Patreon of Dungeons and Dragons, I consider Rory yeah, a stakeholder yeah, got... in the company. <laughs> all right, so I'm just going to put down brackets all of Gary Oldman's characters as well. He can turn into Winston Churchill and wield the the might of the British <laughs> army. He was also, um, Bill Nye was also in that Dad's Army remake. Oh, that's so. true. Okay, so he can get a regular. Bayonet or yeah. something. I thought that yes. was surprisingly um, good. I had a. I've had never a fun seen it. It was that. pretty fun, but I also didn't really like. Is the, the, the end of that movie again? Just to spoil <laughs> another movie, the, other, the end of that. So that movie, they're all after this girl, and it turns out she's a spy. But I remember at the end of it, they find out she's a spy, but they all still like want her, so they're all still kind of covering for her, and they're like, "No, I love the spy, mm. who I know is a mm. spy." For our enemies, yeah. Am I remembering that right? I don't remember that. Again, I, I remember them like not wanting her to die, 
But I don't think they're like hard simping or anything. I remember a, a very hard simping. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to put all of Gary Oldman's characters as well, comma, but not any other actors. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, all of Gary Oldman's characters. All right. So let's think of a, of Amelia. So Amelia attack then as I'll just read. We'll just go in the order that we okay. wrote them down. All right, so as Davy Jones, what would his yeah, melee attack be? Sword. Like, like well, suction? Pi- pirate sword. Oh, yeah, pirate sword. <laughs> we yeah. could go that way, I guess. But Just get a slap in the face from a big old wet floppy tentacle. What sounds like more piratey? <laughs> They're both very piratey. I imagine nine out of ten people would say, probably the pirate sword, Carlisle. But, you know, I know I'm going to be hearing in from that one out of ten people oh, who's going to be tweeting that's the thing. me saying... No, clearly the more pirate option is a big, floppy, wet tentacle <laughs> slap. Yeah, mate, he's not just a pirate. He's a big squid man pirate. He is a bit of a big squid man <laughs> so, pirate. So, you know, they're both valid options, I think. Actually, you know what? He's a medium squid man pirate. He's pretty mm. big. I'd say, I'd say he's, he's over right. six foot. He's got a much bigger squid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, so pirate sword. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, <all> right. So <laughs> after Davy Jones, it was a zombie. Bite. So, um, well, I like bite, but I I want him to have bite for Whitey the Rat. I don't remember enough about Whitey the Rat. Could, Chris, could you Google Whitey oh, the Rat and could see if there's anything more apt for Whitey the Rat to do than bite? Yeah. Oh God, oh, God. Oh, that's horrendous. Like nice. <laughs> That oh my god! It's disturbing looking creature on it. <laughs> I'm not into that. <laughs> All right, I have to look into this now. Such a weird looking thing, man. Oh yeah, I remember him. <laughs> I don't he like um, Toad's hench rats and Spike's friend and partner in crime. Despite his intimidating sure exterior, is. Whitey is in fact courteous to the point he forgets which side he is on. What an adorable guy! He is. Guy. He's a big sweetie. I also had no idea he was Bill Nye's, so, you know, what I wrote in the description, it really yeah. holds true. Except for no one ever told me until <laughs> just now. You would never know. I would never know. Um, so, he's a big lad. He can do a he could do a big old butt. No, but he's too timid and shy. <laughs> Maybe when he's Whitey the Rat, he just is very good at persuasion. <laughs> even though Whitey the Rat is really dumb. This film was dubbed in a lot of languages, and in almost none of them... Does the wiki know who did it? Like, Japanese, Masuo Amada was uh, Whitey the Rat. And then, apart from that, it's just question marks all the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, so all of Gary Oldman's characters, all of that guy's characters as well. We've got to look up all of Masuo Amada. Is that Please what you Please, no. All of his IMDb. <laughs> Uh, so, but, all right, so Whitey the Rat. Maybe just the benefit of being turning into him is that he's he's small and can, like, he's a rat. Mm. So, like, he can escape mm. in that form or whatever. Rat dodge. <laughs> typical, typical move that you can use when you are a rat. Everyone knows it. Um, okay, so, uh, oh, yeah, Shaun of the Dead then. Uh, zombie bite. Which most people just call bite, but if I don't mm-hmm. write the word zombie, I won't remember which one I was talking about. Except for I could just look in the description, but I won't. Zombie bite. Um, okay, Chief Inspector from Hot Fuzz. Mm. Baton bash. I haven't seen Hot Fuzz in ages. Be able to just impale you with a church spire. <laughs> so um, this what I'm 
I mentioned at the top of the show that I'm socially isolated right now. This is the second time I've had to socially isolate. The first time, I watched Hot Fuzz three times in three days. Nice. Because there are three commentary tracks on the DVD special features. Oh, yeah. So that was that was a great way to spend my time. I think I have an unopened Blu-ray of Hot Fuzz. Which, which was the most entertaining audio commentary? I think I probably... Probably um, uh, Sean Penn and Edgar Wright. Sean, Pe- Sean Penn. Sean Penn. Yeah. Simon Pegg. Sean, no, Sean Penn. Penn. Yeah, I, that's why it's so interesting. <laughs> that does sound interesting. Because you're like Sean Penn. Why are you on this? DVD Is this definitely not a bit? Because I would like to see that. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's on there. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um okay uh doodly doodly do a regular guy with stringent time travel abilities from about time okay taking any suggestions uh no I, I don't know if you necessarily need to give him a special attack you know what I mean that's his uh he's just got his well, st- maybe, cause he's just that he has maybe just a regular he can game. maybe he can like clone himself that's not how time travel works in about time. Okay, explain time travel in about time okay. for me. Spoilers for about time. So what you do, right, you go into a dark place, like a cupboard, right? And then, I think... Mm, no, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but what I was thinking is you need to wait that amount of time, but I don't, I don't think that's true, because, like, at one point the guy goes back really far. Uh... You just, like, you stand in the back of the Aye, yeah, you stand in a dark place. You think about, like, a time in your past that you want to go to, and then you're in that time. Like, like you were there the first time. That doesn't seem that stringent. That seems pretty doable. Yeah. There's a lot of dark places. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it like, eliminates I've the possibility of going back in time and killing Hitler, right? You know? Like, a lot of the big tropes yeah. are out the window, no. which is... You, you could good. well yeah if you'd lived for that time like Bill Nye actually probably when was he born he could do that he actually delivered Hitler <laughs> yeah yeah uh, he was born in 1949 so Bill ah, okay. Nye could Maybe not go back uh, in time and kill Hitler confirmed <laughs> yeah the character's 20 years older than actual Bill Nye okay well easy then <laughs> <laughs> I want to give everyone something, you know? Everyone that we bothered to write down. Yeah. What could going into a dark place and being five minutes earlier be useful for? Um, well, you could change the outcome of everything that had happened up to, like, within those five minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what if it's like, it's like, it's like halfling luck, basically. What if, if you fail a roll, you can use your one time per combat so it's really shit otherwise otherwise yeah. you're just slapping people but you can re-roll one of your crap slaps that to land sense. better one to- okay so uh slap re-roll <laughs> <laughs> or you know anything re-roll this is the most um, complicated like monster time anyone slap. has ever made <laughs> this is like imagine trying to run this as a, as a a DM. Yeah, you just, just do the battle about and then all of this. think back over it and be like, oh shit, there's like <laughs> 10 abilities I could have used there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay. <laughs> the Minister of Magic from Harry Potter. Expelliarmus. Nice. Yeah, okay. Easy. Expelliarmus. A nice, easy one <laughs> that we're not going to look up stats for, or I will after this, maybe. <laughs> um... <laughs> Whatever Rory just said from Clash of the Titans. Got her fistas. Um, big hammer. Yeah. Big, big hammer. hammer. Very big hammer. I've never, I've never seen that film again, so I don't know what he's like in that film. But well, it doesn't matter. Just so long as he's got a big. But we hammer. think he yeah. probably does um, have a big hammer. Probably does. That's like his symbol. Whatever that god. I so. just said from whatever movie I'm talking about is on Crikey. this list. Um, you know the bit in uh, The World's End at the end of it where he's the voice of that thing? I don't know. Okay, so command an army of <laughs> yeah. doubleganger aliens. <laughs> I only remember that because it's like one Spoilers of the best lines. <laughs> yeah. The, um, the, one of the best lines in film history is when he says, fuck off back to Legoland, you cunt, Tim. And that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what I was talking about was that movie where he's an assassin or something and Rupert Grint is there. Oh, yeah. So, um, gun. Gun, yep. Gun. Okay. Big shooty gun that can kill someone in one move. Okay, and... Right, uh, um, uh, yes. And uh, Detective Pikachu. Ditto. You can right. get him a champ. Don't think too hard about the implications of having a ditto. <laughs> you could just... Ditto can also do all of these things. (laughs) But Ditto can turn into any actor, not just Bill Nye's characters or any of the characters by Gary Oldman. In the the Pokedex entry for Machamp, it says that it can punch people over the horizon. (laughs) (laughs) It also says it can do this like 20 times a second. (laughs) So just imagine bringing out your champ in this game. <laughs> just flicking people <laughs> into the next town. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, and we'll do we'll do one Gary Oldman character. Just, mm. just because, yeah? I mean, he could be the dog, but we've already got a bitey guy. Um, so that's all the Gary Oldman characters I know. Um, the fifth oh, element I villain. Churchill, but sorry, the villain from Fifth Element with a cool haircut. Sam, um, I haven't seen Fifth Element. Could you spoil it for me? Uh, he's just this sort of mad, rich, eccentric guy. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't like that. Uh, um, he's no, that's Sam Rockwell. He was in Carnation Street. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Is, Did is, he kill is, anyone is sister, with a hatchet when he was is, on Coronation Street? I don't think so. His sister is Mo for Coronation Street. Um, what was then? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, he oh, was, he was Commissioner Gordon in the Dark Knight trilogy, of course. He is Commissioner Gordon. Um, also, he was Sirius Black. <laughs> oh, he could summon Batman, and then Batman comes in for one turn and just slaps the guy. Yep. Yeah. All right. Batman slap. We've got time slap and Batman slap. All right, so that's that's a good list. Oh, of, he played uh, Lee Harvey Oswald and JFK. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Dracula, of course. Stop the cumulative <laughs> Dracula. A gun, um, but also maybe you didn't do a it. Gun. <laughs> <laughs> 
He was a good marksman, regardless, Lee Harvey Oswald, whether he did it or not. Oh, that's interesting so. to hear. Are, are, are his are his marksman records public? Uh, well, Alex Ryan told me about them on Dog Hair Presents one time, so oh, very either cool. he has access to them or they are public. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I feel like Alex is the kind of guy who would hack... <laughs> Yeah. Hack secret databases for a dog hair presents presentation. Possibly has good information. Listen to Rory's yeah. podcast. <laughs> we both go on it. People talk about Lee Harvey Oswald. That's the whole show. That's the that's the concept. Yeah. Um, it's not. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> Enter a general description for your monster here. Basically, the name. Basically the name. Yeah, that covers it. I think <laughs> there's nothing else to say. It's character actor Bill Nye in a motion capture suit. <laughs> Though before we were saying it's like just an illusion, but now we've given him all these abilities that are relevant to what he turns into. Yeah. Um. So basically, the name, but he actually turns into his characters. <laughs> yeah. Cool. What a. <laughs> oh no. I want to do a campaign where it's just all these, and everybody's like, "There's so many characters." I mean, it's not. There's like six kinds of monsters, but it's interesting. <laughs> they're re- they're weird monsters, Carl. <laughs> is he legendary? I mean, I I feel like he is legendary, but I never really remember what that means. Oh, there's another box now. There's a box that says mythic. There didn't used to be a box that mythic? says mythic. Now there's a difference between legendary and Ooh. mythic. I don't even know what that is, man. I haven't a clue what that means. Well, let me tell you, if something's legendary, it has legendary action. If something's mythic, something has a mythic action. But who fucking knows what those do or Le- why? Yeah, it's legendary actions. You don't, yeah. don't worry about that. I'd say... Uh, I'd say obviously Bill Nye, sorry, character actor Bill Nye in a motion capture suit doesn't have a layer because that's that will go against his character actor abilities. Yeah. You know, he 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 acts whatever layer he needs. The layer forms around him and the power of his convictions and his convincing attitude. Yes. Yeah, that he has a layer. So yeah, cool. All right, so then we're just gonna say that his challenge rating. It doesn't let you save drafts on this thing, so I'm just going to have to leave this tab open for possibly months. Um, challenge rating four, but then for now then, we can say that that's the concept of Bill Nye, mm-hmm. character actor Bill Nye in a motion capture suit, uh, done and dusted and ready to go Whoa. and perfectly finished. Good. Well, well done, everybody. So, Chris, you found anything more interesting um, about porn? Well, kind of. That. There is a very okay. high production version um, featuring some big names uh, in in the world of adult content. Um, to be honest, I could... I'd love the idea that someone walked in on you doing, and they're like, Chris, don't do that at home. And you're like, no, I'm just from a podcast, <laughs> bum. <laughs> I swear, I was just podcasting. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm um yeah I'd, I'd love to look into it more deeply um but I was trying to get a sense for the dialogue but you people kept trying to do a podcast so um <laughs> sorry that was very selfish I didn't, yeah, I didn't quite get a hang on so um, on what was going on but there were certainly body parts okay well this was this has been Chris's porn corner <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it for new listeners to the show Yes, we do do this every time. <laughs> um, we're not sure why. 
All right, so uh, should we? Oh, we've been recording for fifty minutes. <laughs> I was going to say we should do the other thing, but maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> well, that that took up a lot of time. That was a a detailed um, and complicated a very monster. I'm sure. Don't go back and let's do it. Just be f- sure of the fact Sorry. that it was very detailed. Campaign ready. Samantha oh, Lewis stated in an interview that Pirates was the most expensive pornographic film made to date with a reported budget of well over $1 million. Woo! That is a lot of money. That is impressive. It's not Holy a lot of money God, by film standards. Holy God, a sequel, but... Pirates 2, yeah. Stagnetti's Revenge, was made on an even bigger budget of $8 million. And I think, aren't there like nine of these? I do not know. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> but I think there might be. I think I saw an advert for the ninth one of these ones. Crikey. Eight million. Eight million. Do they make that back? That's what I was thinking. How how, how could you make that back? No one pays for porn anymore. <laughs> Actually, a lot of people started paying for porn since my OnlyFans was a thing. <laughs> but I don't know anyone who pays for porn. They don't tell me if they do, which is honestly fair enough. Maybe everyone I talk to pays for porn. <laughs> um... It won a lot of awards. Um, <laughs> what, what awards? Uh, the Hot Door. The what? The, what? What hot does door. someone have to do to win a Hot Door? Oh, award? A Hot Door was an adult film industry pornographic award awarded annually from uh, nineteen ninety two to two thousand one in Cannes. Wow! Like at the Cannes Film Festival? I don't think so. <laughs> Surely nothing else happens in Cannes once a year. Is there an, is there a Cannes Adult Film Festival? Um, Does it say what? Is it just a this is this is good? I liked wanking to it. Award is that what it is? I mean, it seems to. But they won three of them in the same year, so I assume there are different categories. <laughs> um, All right, I'm I'm googling this now as well. I'm sorry, I'm stepping on your toes. I know this is your job, but. No, absolutely. I need all the research help I could get. Hot door award. I but Rory, maybe you should plug your show. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I feel like I should wait till you're finished first. Uh, uh, God, they were giving out the, like the awards have been described so by the end of this. I was expecting door to be like that you open and close, but it's hot D apostrophe yeah. or for French for like the, like the palm door. Exactly. Yes. The awards have been described yeah. as the porn equivalent of the palm door or the Academy Awards. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we got best foreign actress, best. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I was laughing because there are three best actress awards, best American actress, best French actress and best foreign actress, <laughs> which I just think is really funny. I guess because it's hosted in 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 Cannes. But uh, okay, best director as well, best film, European, American, and French. It seems like always best original screenplay. Who <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. reads the screenplay? <laughs> <laughs> best remake or adaptation is what I like to see. I got I feel like a lot of these films are kind of improvised. You know. Like, I, I, they probably got like, I want you to do this for this long. But, you know, like, they probably don't script the, all of it, you know? Or maybe they do. Yeah, man, it sounds like people are putting work in. It does. Well, um... There's a hot door donor. <laughs> if they've spent eight, eight million on one, then, like, people are putting work in. You know what I mean? 
I love this. The only one of these that says citation needed is for the hot door donneur, you know, the, the hot door of honor for Richard Allen. And they're not sure if they gave it to him. It's the only time I see that award listed. Oh, no, that's not true. Zara White's got it one year. Uh, that year being 1994, the third annual. They've been going for a while now. Now there's best remakes, best pro-am. I don't even know what that means. Best box cover, best European supporting actor. Are those just the extras who are like, oh, bye, honey, I'm going to go to the shop now. Chris has left the call. (laughs) And someone walked in on him. (laughs) He has to hang up (laughs) and explain himself. (laughs) Well, okay. Well, I hope listeners found that enlightening. (laughs) While we wait for Chris, why don't you plug your show in earnest? Okay, uh, I the podcast called Dogcare Presents, where we try and teach you a new topic every week and have guests on every week. Um, Carlisle and Chris have both been on, and uh, there it is. Did someone walk in on you and you had to hang up and explain yourself? No, no, my internet just dropped. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so where was I? Yeah, try and teach you about a new topic every week and you know, a wide range of topics, history, uh, other stuff, you know. <laughs> Forgot what the other things are. <laughs> yep. History and other stuff. Yeah. Uh, pop culture, science, uh, mythology, st- stuff like that. We had, like, we've had everything from history of toilets to like drug legalisation when Chris was on. It was quite a, a, a good one. Like quite a different style of topic, which was cool. Um, stuff like that, you know. If you're interested in any of those things or more go have a scroll through the episodes and see if something takes your fancy yeah if you're if you're listening to this and you think wow these guys sound qualified to give their genuine takes on drug legality <laughs> and <laughs> how they should be applied go listen to chris's episode of Dog <laughs> it is genuinely very good and well researched yeah, yeah. uh yeah so doggernetwork.com or whatever you find us you'll find it yeah it'll be in the show notes um, and thank you, Ori, so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for I, having me. I hope you had a good time. <laughs> I did. Thank you. <laughs> do you ever worry, coming on this, what we'll have you do or say? Uh, I'm kind of aware of the show. Okay. I do listen. <laughs> so, uh, I feel like as we tell people, yeah, we're a D&D homebrew show. <laughs> no, I've, um, I've listened since the beginning, so I'm aware <laughs> of what it is. Because I'm trying to get other people on right now, and then <laughs> I feel bad. Drag them on. Talk about porn for maybe sixty percent of the episode. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We will see you next month. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Dungeons and Dragnos. This episode, our guest was Rory M. Spence. He comes from the great show Dog Hair Presents. You can find more about that in the show notes. If you want to use the monster that we created today, uh, if you check out our Twitter or our Facebook at Dragnos Podcast, you will find a picture of it of you know done up in the through true five E style where you could apply it. <laughs>